Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 357 for the week of August 22nd, 2015. I'm your host, Chris Privetier, here with RP Gamers' weekly podcast about RPGs, news, and things. Lots of things. And I'm turning in rep items in uh, to the Steam Weedle Cartel. So while he does that, hi, I'm Anna Marie Privetier. Hi, Anna. Hello. And we also have Emmanuel Marino. Manny! Hey, Chris. Hey. Can I touch your hair? No, uh, sure. <laughs> Absolutely. And if you oh, don't understand that joke, a little to the left absolutely oh, yeah. need to show up to the RP Gamer pre-show. We usually start at about 11 a.m. Central. That's noon Eastern, 9 Pacific. Um, RPGamer.com slash live. And uh, if you weren't there, I'm sorry, you don't get the joke. But maybe we'll explain it someday. 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 So, Manny. What's up? You haven't been here in a while. Well, you were here last week, but you weren't here for this part. So Okay, so... Yeah, what? I want to know what you've been playing, dude. What have you been playing? Uh, not much. Uh, Always not much. <laughs> I've been working my way through New Vegas. Ooh. Man, Obsidian can't make a game to save their lives, can they? Excuse me, I should say a properly functioning game. <laughs> I don't know. Everyone likes New Vegas on our forums. Oh, there's, there's not a problem we with New Vegas content. I'm talking it. about like playing the act of playing New Vegas. Yeah. It's that game challenge. like freezes on me once an hour. Like, when I say freeze, Ooh. I mean I have to get up, turn off my Xbox 360, and then turn it back on. Before oh, I, can start I playing. see. You're playing console. Hmm. Like, once an hour. I've heard, like, even people on PC, I heard, like, without the console on that thing, it, that game would be almost impossible. I heard people losing, like, a, you know, Eddie, the little droid companion that follows you around. Like, him getting stuck in a mountain and not being able to get him back no matter how many, t- like, saves you reload or how many times you fast travel to the point where you need to, like, like go into the console disable like wall barriers walk through the wall walk out of the wall with him it's my goodness just typical broken broken but i mean obsidian mark you almost said bethesda <laughs> no i mean but by comparison bethesda's game is amazing oh my goodness they're the most stable developers ever <laughs> i know but that's how bad Obsidian is, where it makes Bethesda look like, man, why doesn't this have the quality control of Fallout 3? <laughs> and if oh you boy. ever catch yourself saying that, something is wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something is very wrong. Something's very wrong. So how's your review for Chaos Rings 3 coming? Slowly, but it's coming. Good. It's I'm, coming. I'm it's looking coming. forward to reading it. That's why I'm bugging you about it. So. No, okay. No, no. I'm glad you are. And in the public forum. So I got to do it now. <laughs> you said you were going to do it like no pressure. a while ago on here. No pressure or anything. <laughs> Not a while ago. Just last week. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you had mentioned it before that. Too. Well, he's mentioned it on Twitter. but Oh, uh, I mentioned it because I was still playing it. <laughs> it just took a while. Mm. But yeah, yeah. Totally. All right. Yeah. I'll totally write it up. I got little pictures saved and everything. It's all cool. Hey, Chris. Yeah. How's World of Warcraft going? Dude, I'm like doing all the achievements for like garrisons and stuff. And Since when do you care about Chivos? I don't know. My Chivos! It's not that I care about the achievement points. It's that I want to do the things and have them done. And, so and you're using them as a guidepost to yes. sort of guide you through? Yeah, all the I mean, that's how they make them. Nowadays well, that's in here. well, ideally, that's how you make good achievements, right? Yeah, right. That's certainly how they've done it. I have also been playing WoW, and I have also been getting all the Chivos, because as we've been, as uh, Seraphim Kitten and I have been leveling alts, we have been focusing on zones or 
things that get me achievements. So I have Lore Master of uh, Northrend and Lore Master of Cataclysm and Lore Master of Outland now. So you're doing the exploration or the quest achievements, right? Right. So I've been doing, um, they added a bunch of content with patches. After we took a break for the game for a while, because we'd played it to uh, like most everything we could do when it came out, right. when this expansion came out. And, and then, then they added a big old like patch. January, and they added like three content patches. And it's like there's a lot of stuff that presumes that you finish your garrison storyline, which I didn't even realize was a thing back when the game came out. So I've been working through that. And there's a lot of like I've been working story on my progression. Legendary ring. Ding. So there's like a lot of story progression that requires you to come back in every day or every week. And so I've been kind of doing that content now and getting it done. Um, there's an achievement that you get that lets you fly in the expansion area that they haven't released the flying part yet, but you need the achievement to do it. And that requires basically doing, doing a bunch of stuff. Yeah, a number of <coughs> these these kind of like experience all the content the expansion has to give. And so I'm like, okay, um, these are good signposts for experiencing all the content. So, so are you wrapping? Huh? I was just gonna ask, are you are you two wrapping this all up before Legion comes out? Yes, I mean the problem that I was having is is I leveled uh, a Resto Druid, and I, the only spec I like playing on Druid is Resto, so they're not useful to do a lot of things. So I'm also leveling up a Paladin, and she's protection right now. But I mean, Ret's really easy to move into, and I enjoy playing both Ret and protection on a Paladin. So I'm going to have a lot more flexibility once she's 100. Yep. And then the other thing I started doing since I was doing all this, I was like, oh, I wonder you know, if I could start getting my uh, druid back up. My, I switched character classes this expansion. Um, there's a way to save money and stuff. And uh, decided to make a warlock for this expansion. And he's level 100 and doing all the endgame content who's been putting most of the time into. My main before this was a druid. He's stuck at level 90 and has been sitting on another server on the horde side. And Horde side. Horde side. Horde and side. he... Uh, <laughs> I decided, well, why don't I get him up to 100? It'd probably be a real fast grind now. They've buffed like experience. They've got all these potions and stuff. And... and Stuff well, they, and the story is of, really different on the Horde side. Well, that's what I found when I started to do it. Like, instead of ripping through 90 to 100 in four or five hours, I'm getting distracted with all this story content. It's like, oh, oh, that's very different for the Horde. Oh, ooh, ah. So now I'm going to end up putting a bunch of time into him, seeing all the story stuff on the other side of things. And uh, I'm just playing a lot of WoW. And this I didn't plan that, to. <laughs> this is something that Seraphim Kitten and I were actually talking about because I was thinking about leveling up my Shadow Priest that's still a Horde. And something that he mentioned, because he has hundreds, both Alliance and Horde, um, is that there is so much content to do that is so different on both sides that there's actually more content that you can realistically do during the expansion. And I don't think that that's ever happened before. So I thought that was really interesting. So we'll probably be playing WoW till the end of the year at this point. To the end of time. Well, at least until BlizzCon, because mm. at BlizzCon, they're probably going to reveal when the beta starts. And at that point, we can start estimating when Legion will actually launch. And I'm but Legion is 2015, right? No, they have no. not confirmed that. Uh, I think No, it's they said early 2016 yeah. is what they're okay. targeting. I think it'll be February. And that's what I've said since they've announced it. 
So I'm waiting to see. Uh, basically, BlizzCon will tell me whether I'm right or not. February's not that far away. No, yeah. it's like six months. Time goes fast, doesn't it? Hmm. All right. I'm almost at the end of my braces. Yay. Time goes you are? Fast. Yes. Oh, cool. Yeah. I find yeah. out in September when they come off. Yep. And even like what? New iPhones in two weeks? Yep. Lots of big Wait, stuff coming. Really? Yep. The announcement I, or the release? Possibly release in both. three weeks. But yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for that. I can't wait to upgrade. Oh, that's right. You guys are on the S cycle, aren't you? Um, well, we have. Well, remember that I'm always the... a phone behind the latest. Oh, that bastard Chris and his. <laughs> oh, no, I don't mind. The problem okay. is, is uh, I have a bum battery. Oh, all right. The batteries in both of the fives were kind of hit and miss. And I'm just getting to the point where my phone goes from like 40% to 25% to 7%. That's a big jump. Right. Yep. So I get annoyed. And uh, but it's iOS so 9. late in the cycle, it's not worth replacing. Yeah. And iOS 9, I think, already just naturally, they're doing some OS optimization so that if the, uh, you just get a normal extra hour of battery life. And also there's going to be like a new battery reserve mode. So if you're like maybe have 20% left, you can turn on this battery reserve mode and get an extra three hours. So that should be pretty useful even for people on the older six and even five. If that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense, but I watched right, the presentation, cool. so that's what makes sense to me. So you've also been playing this guy four. I have. Are you done? No. Okay. I'm on the final battle. The final, final. Okay, hang on. This is it's the, the final, final, the final, fourth, final, final battle. Yeah, it's the fourth, final chapter of the game. Uh, remind me really quickly. This is uh, PlayStation Three. Um, I'm playing the Vita version actually. Okay, playing it on your Vita. How many hours have you sunk in up to this point? I do not know. Because I know those games are like notoriously That's long, an right? Excellent question. Um, they can be long. It depends how you want to handle it, right? Um, I won't be doing like a crazy 150-hour run or anything like that. Um, so I've been this is the game I've been uh, doing some guided uh, leveling strategies so I can get through the story content pretty quickly and then move on to uh, what I want to do with the DLC extra content that the Vita version adds in um, and go from there. Uh, so what do I want to say? Um, yeah, no, See, I mean, that's just happening. And the, and I talked about it more l last time. But I really like the Vita version of those games. Next up will be Disgaea 4 DS. And all this it, to prep me for Disgaea 5's release, which is coming out soon. So woo. On what platform? You're going to get that Vita as well? No, uh, that's no, a that's, PS4 game. That's a PS4 game. Okay. Cool, no, cool. Uh, I'm sure it'll be on Vita eventually, but uh, it ain't starting out there. So do you think you're going to have time for a Disgaea D2 between 4 and 5? Well, I would like to play it before playing four or five, before playing 5. So We'll, we'll see. We will see how that works out for me. Um, additionally, oh wait, no, that's all I've been playing this week, huh? Yep. Wow. Oof. I'm so disappointed in you. What's wrong with you? Um, I'm a terrible person. Anna, you've been playing some high-quality entertainment titles. 
Yeah, Chris finally coaxed me into ripping through the box of crap. So every year for Christmas, I buy her a bunch of games that are on extreme clearance. Like $5 or less. Uh, hopefully much less. And um, I, uh, th- they're awful. They and are. We, get, we call. I put them in a box and say, hey, here's the box of crap. And, uh, yeah, so she's got some of those games and been, uh, been uh, checking them out, huh? Yep. You liking what I got you? No. <laughs> no? What do you mean, no? <laughs> you want to go through you? them really quickly? Oh, yeah. All right. So you got me Heathcliff Frantic Photo, and I've never mm-hmm. heard of Heathcliff before. You haven't heard of Heathcliff? Heathcliff, mm-hmm. he's a... He's a cartoon he's, cat, apparently. Yeah. He's There's Garfield. two versions of him on, uh, the, on the TV show, which I've never really understood. Okay. Yeah. So it's a Spot the Difference game. Um, so you turn the, th- the DS sideways and the, the regular photos on the left and the photo you have to find the differences is on the right. So you can tap them. Um, there are four power ups, three of which are explained. And I still have no idea what the fish does. I mean, the other ones are really obvious. It's like a magnifying glass. And I think one's like a salt shaker it just reveals everything. And then there's uh, an hourglass that reveals your time. Cause this is a timed game. Um, and then there's a fish because reasons um the problem that the game has is that the difficulty is all over the place even inside of a single category so sometimes there are easy levels that it's like here's three recolors and like the two clouds in the sky are different and then there's some that it's like here's a letter that's missing and the bow tie has changed and these blades of grass have changed and i have no idea what the other two are because i ran out of time uh, is this uh, a game that's not colorblind friendly? No, not in the least. Oh, wow. So I got to level 21 and then I proceeded to throw it in the trash. <laughs> you actually threw it in the trash? Yes. <laughs> Surprised you didn't microwave it first. <laughs> I wanted to do that with the vampire game you got me last year, but it was stolen. Yeah, well, they got what they deserved with that <laughs> one. You also got me The Bachelor, the official game. The official Bachelor game. That's right. So I have never seen an episode of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. So well, I have no right? context. Good for you. I have no context about this game. And it's a collection of mini games it's clearly a- tuned for people who have never played a video game before. It's a quality title. And I have no idea whether that's relevant to the TV show or not. Do they have to do mini games to earn dates, maybe? Anyways, no. well, it has it's, like it's a reality show, so every there's challenges every week for uh, you know immunity and all okay. that baloney, right? So it, the one thing that I think stood out to me is they have a prolific amount of reused assets. Every bachelor has identical parents, and I think it's pretty clear by the fifth bachelor they have completely run out of money to develop the game. And so the mini games aren't necessarily. Hard, um, except for the one where you have to like tap the screen to catch falling stuff because the hit detection is wretched. So there were times where I was winning 50 out of 50 and my opponent was 49 out of 50. It was the only game that was even close. There was also a game that you had to drag your vehicle back and forth, but the the dirt one was easy because the contrast was good between the path and the, the garbage stuff. But then they had a water one and a snow one, and there was almost no distinction between the path and the garbage area. So those were 
not fun to play. Mm. So, yeah. There was also like I'm a so little shocked. puzzle piece one. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I am putting that game into the RPG cast box crap. And whoever wins that can enjoy playing the game. Why does that one not get the honor <coughs> of oh. being put in the trash? Of the garbage can? Because it was entertaining for an hour before all of the games started to duplicate. Because there see. is like, uh, out of out of every Bachelor, there are three rounds, and every round has six games, and there's like nine mini games total. So it takes about it takes basically a season of Bachelor before you start getting repetition of the games. And it so if you play a season, you've basically played the whole game. Got also, it. I am not compatible with any of the bachelors that are in there except for one of them. And I like the fact that the bachelor has a name and he's he's delineated and the girls are generic. So for season one, you play the lawyer. Jeez, Chris, we're going to get our next time a, a, a real world road, road rules challenge video game. <laughs> Jeez. I got her two copies of Games for Boys on the Wii U. <laughs> no, the Games for Boys was the PC game. You got me oh. two copies of 50 Awesome Games. 50 Awesome Games. Yes. Oh, even better. So we gave one of them to, our, to Chris's sister. Uh. So, And then I tried The Chase, Felix Meets Felicity. So you play as Is either... this a licensed product? No. Okay. So you play as either Felix or Felicity, your delivery people that meet each other while you're delivering things, and you agree to go on the date the next day. So you have to run to the date the next day. And it's sort of styled in an endless runner, except there's a goal. So you're using both your stylus and the D-pad at the same time, which can get... A lot of times you're fighting the controls more than you're playing the game, so it's kind of irritating. So you can jump and you can slide and you can drag the stylus to make like a temporary ledge for your character to jump on and they can jumble jump. And um, there's also some levels that instead of being um, uh, horizontal, they're vertical. So you uh, use your line thing as sort of like it's the same uh, mechanic as like Bionic Commando or Yumi's Odyssey where you're swinging on a line. And I played the first world. And I was like, this is really hard, but also very boring. How far have people gotten in this game? And I went to game FAQs and there is like maybe 10 topics on the board for this. And four of them are gave up on world two. I love it. And two of them are world two, two is impossible. And one of them is I finally beat the game. Yeah. So <laughs> that one went in the trash. <laughs> yeah. And then I tried out Juju Puppies. Juju Puppies! This is a licensed product of some sort. Yeah. It's based it's off like of... It's like Neopets a, or something, right? Yeah, it's, I think it's a TV show, actually. Oh, okay. Um, so this is like a crappier version of Nintendo. Woo! You can feed and water your pet. You can scribble on your pet to pet it. You can put a flashlight on the floor and your pet will chase it. You can send it outside to go potty, but you have to tap on the screen to make sure it doesn't get distracted. And you can play fetch with a stick. Nice. And that's literally Oh, it. wait, that's it? Yes. Oh, okay. That's, that's all you can do. That's it. All right. So at that point, it went the Yeah, there's a lot more you can do in Nintendogs. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> I haven't played it, but I know you have. Yes. There's a lot more you can do in Nintendogs. So then I popped in. Juju does, but Nintendogs. Nin 
I don't know. Nintendo's. Nintendo's. <laughs> <laughs> that should be its own thing, Nintendo's. So I I'm surprised it is. I know. <laughs> Uh, Cut the Rope Triple Threat was next. And it's all three Cut the Rope games in one cartridge without the microtransactions. That mediocre game from your smartphone now available on your... On 3DS. It's it's Cut the Rope. I mean, I'm not sure what else there is to say. And the thing that drives me crazy is when I want to play a puzzle game, I want to play something that I can sort of plottingly, methodically work out in my head and then... um, and then activate at my leisure. But Cut the Rope is kind of a very twitchy sort of game. It's very timing-based for a lot of the puzzles. And so it's not that it's a bad game. It's a bad game for me. Because you have to earn stars on the level, and you can earn up to three stars per level. And you have to earn enough stars to move on to the next zone, to the next world. And the problem is, is I finish the first three worlds and I get all the stars that I can and I can't even enter world four because I don't have enough stars. So at that point, it goes back in the box and it goes downstairs. And that's also going to go into the podcast box of crap. So why does that one? Mm-hmm. And, and again, why does that one get the honor of the box? Because it's not a bad game. It's okay. just a bad game for me. Okay. And then I popped in Duck Dynasty 3D. Yeah! You haven't even told me about this one yet. Um, so this is not the new Duck Dynasty game. This was last year's Duck Dynasty game. Okay. Um, this year's Duck Dynasty game, people actually kind of liked. Okay. Um, but now this one. This one is like, breaking it down, it's Duck Hunt meets Fantasy Life. Whoa, that actually sounds awesome when you just say it like that. <laughs> And so you have a town that you're going out and exploring. Is there a dog? Uh, I don't know yet. Um, you, you, said, you said it's like Duck Hunt. Yeah. Is there a laughing dog? No, oh. but you have those levels where it's first person and you have your um, reticle and you have to shoot down ducks. Mm. The problem is, is that I suck at it. So I haven't even finished the first stage. But beyond that, there's all. it's also very much fantasy life where you're wandering around, there's a town, there's a story to fulfill, there's quests you have to do, there are things you can buy and um, things to collect, and there is ammo and guns to collect, and there's duck calls to collect. And as you use duck calls, they rank up and you can get additional benefits from your duck calls. So, I mean, it's got the, the bones of a really cool game. I just need to stop sucking at shooting ducks and move on. Wait, what? so I'm sorry. What do you do after you shoot the ducks? I don't know. Well, then how do you know that moving on will be a good thing for you? Um, because it lets me do all of the other things that I just talked about. Can, oh, I, I totally. Yeah. All right. All right. Did you can you what, like um, do things like on the show and do like getting crazy zany adventures with your. Well, the whatever. first thing that I did was flood one of the warehouses and build a blind. Wait, cr- did you name drop one of the guys, Chris? I you know did. the Duck Dynasty people? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we It's do. one of my favorite shows to watch while in a hotel room. Yeah. Um, it's a good oh, hotel room. It's a good hotel room show. Yeah. It's like, I need something on the television. Oh, Duck Dynasties is on for the next four hours. Just put that on. 
You could put a gun to my head and I would not know who those people are. That's okay. You don't have to watch the show. You don't, the problem is, great. and the only thing that I hate is the casual sexism that is in the show carries into the game. Yeah. And so you have to kind of be okay with that because if you miss a shot, Wheelie goes, even Sadie is better than you are. Mm. Wait, that's in the in the game? Yes. Wow. That's pretty awful. <laughs> So, you know, you have to have a tolerance for the, the, the man-isms. What about rampant homophobism? Is that no, in the game? No, no. What? No. Okay. Anyways. I wouldn't know how that would come up in it. Like just in the game. I mean, uh, yeah. Shoot some ducks. By the way, I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, <laughs> them gays have destroyed the country. Um, so anyway, nice shot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I can see where the game has a lot of potential. I just, again, need to stop sucking. And then um, this morning, I started Project X-Zone. Woo! So I'm not too far into it. And the dilemma that I'm having right now is I don't know any of these characters. Because <laughs> they're all from fighting games. Oh, are they? Yeah. Nice. So I, But I did recognize somebody. Ken and Ryu showed up. Ken and Ryu. Can you have Ryu without Ken? Sure you can. Yes! Sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, and so it's sort of an interesting structure. The story is weird, and I'm not even going to attempt to describe it. But it is a strategy RPG. So you're uh, on a grid-based system, and you move around, and you have an area of attack... And if you have an ally inside your area of attack, you can do a support attack. And once you get into combat, it's um, a fighting game, air quote, fighting game. You have a move set down the right-hand side, and you activate them. And you have to basically build a combo without letting the enemy fall on the ground. Because that breaks your combo, and then you do less damage, and you get less experience. So you have to have the right timing where you do the attack and blah, 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 blah and then they kind of get thrown up or thrown around. I'm, I'm, is that is that the the official Street Fighter sound effect for yeah, that blah, attack? Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 So, and they either, like, bounce off the top of the screen or bounce off the side of the screen, and you have to catch them in a new move before they hit the ground. But you don't want to start that move too early because if you do, you lose out on the hits. So I think the biggest combo I have right now is 30. And I think that's the biggest combo I can have right now. Okay. And we'll see what happens. You'll see what happens? Yes. So is this one going in the microwave? No. Okay. It's it's interesting it's so interesting far. It's interesting so far. Yeah, I mean, like I said, like, the only dilemma that I'm it's having like is... It's like this one is a I real game. I don't know who these people are. It's like this one's an actual game yes. as opposed to all the crap you've been playing. Yes. All right. You made so, me buy oh this yeah. for you. And... One you last mean? game that was in the box of crap that will probably go straight into the garbage can. You bought oh. me Grease. Yeah. The musical game. Da, 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 Neither of our 3DSs da, da, da. will read it. Oh, really? Yep. Um, I'm telling you, try it in a DSi. Do we even have... Oh, yeah. It's hanging of off the door, isn't it? Yeah. But you, we've got yours. We've got mine. We've got plenty of DSis around here. Okay. So, since that's what we've been playing, we have a birthday to celebrate. Ooh. It's a birthday. Yeah. Whose birthday? Chrono Triggers. Cro what? It's 20 years old today. Okay. Came do out. Get, do we get cake? 
Uh, Chris, no, Chris. I have been told the cake is a lie. How come that we don't have like a snazzy tweet with like a picture on it and go, today, 20 years ago? Uh, because my social media coordinator has been uh, distracted oh, with terrible wait, wait, wait. games. If you, if you think this is the best birthday ever, like, if you disagree, retweet. <laughs> <laughs> no, retweet if this is the best birthday after ever. Fave if you prefer another birthday. Something like that. I don't know. Well, you're the social media master. Mistress. You, you always mistress. RT the choice you think is going to be most popular. Oh, yeah? Because then it gets spread around the most. And then and other people see it, and then they RT this. it. She actually does. <laughs> Manny, it's scary when she actually starts dropping the knowledge about Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> on you. You're like, oh, 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 you actually know all those slimy... Te- no, no, I can't associate with you anymore. <laughs> oh, shoot, I married you. No. If you want Anna to get divorced from Chris... if you think she should stay with him favorite oh and i also played some theaterism this week and it is fantastic and i downloaded the world ends with you music and chrono trigger music thanks gina love you how much was all that music you downloaded they're 99 cents each Mm. so you have a bunch of cards i do (laughs) that was very excited of you yes i do that, my favorite <laughs> gift in the whole world right now is eShop, eShop cards. Uh, if you ever need to get me a gift, wide world, eShop cards is where it's at. Um, That's right. I'm the same way, except you exchange those for either iTunes gift credit or uh, Microsoft points. Didn't we get you like Microsoft points for an employee of the month one year? You sure did. Yes, that's what I thought. Okay. <laughs> and the one before that one was iTunes credit. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. So now that we have dealt with all of the internal <laughs> business of RP Gamer, we should go to the news. <gasps> Apparently, that's a meme now when we do that. You uh, know who ruined that for me? was uh, no. He doesn't listen anymore. Was it Honma? What was his name? Who? The guy who lives in Japan with his wife and used to send in like the metal soundtracks yeah. and pronunciations. Zoltan. Zoltan. Legendary right. Zoltan. I was trying to remember his, his first name. Uh, Jahad. But yeah. Jahad. I, yeah. I remember he did like a, a my impersonation of every video game podcast ever. <laughs> and he nailed us. He was just like, he did the doot, 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 doot. He did the Kirby. He did the, <laughs> he did all of it. I like every podcast ever, except it's just us. Yeah, pretty much. And he nailed all of the terrible things we do. Oh. Oh, we even got the part where Chris asks a question and there's silence. And he goes, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I have to find that and I'll link it. I wonder if he's done. Embarrassing. That ruined the do 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 for me forever. Me too. We should like send him a message. I mean, <laughs> Let's send him a message that starts off. Do, 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 do. Hey, Zoltan, how you doing? <laughs> Awkward silence. Oh, all right. Moving on. We miss you. Bye. <laughs> this moment of awkward silence brought to you by Zoltan, who is legendary. Gung Ho Entertainment um, has announced that they are going mm-hmm. to remaster Grandia 2. Who liked Grandia 2? Um, have I played Not Grandia 2? Have we played <laughs> So there's your answer. Two. Nobody. <laughs> Maybe. I need to see a screenshot. Uh, Grandia 2 is the one with the eagle. And um, it was a Dreamcast game. And PlayStation. Well, it came to PlayStation 2 later. Yeah, I think I played this very briefly on PS2. I don't remember finishing it. 
Okay. Well, now it's coming to PC, courtesy of Gung Ho Online yeah, Entertainment. Yeah, Gung Ho owns like all of the play art stuff now. And it's August 24th. And they're calling it Grandia 2 Anniversary Edition. I guess it's its birthday as well. Yes, Anna. it's its birthday this week. Okay. 15 years old. Everyone's 15. Wait, it came out... Wait, so Chrono Trigger is what? 20. 20. And so five years later, we get Grandia 2. Mm-hmm. All right, that's cool. People tell me they like this game. I never really got that far into it how did i play it didn't i try and play it? Oh, i don't remember all right anyway the uh yeah out on steam and gog for 19.99 i don't know that they're doing anything to enhance it though are they anna um it says it's a remaster so i guess they are yeah i think we're waiting <laughs> Just, for i don't know what the details are yeah i think we're waiting for kind of full patch notes when it no, comes no 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 here's what we have higher definition visuals yeah Japanese voiceovers, uh-huh. controller support, nice, and a new harder difficulty. Well, setting. I want an easier difficulty setting. Um, there already is pretty easy settings. Oh, all right. Then. Um, don't forget that Grania too won our battle system royale contest last year. Oh, did it now? Yes, that was our thing where we sort of paired off games based on their battle systems, mm-hmm. and it wasn't and anything else about the game. It was they just retweeted the for system. one and uh, favorited for the other. No, it was staff that was battling oh. back back and forth. Okay. And uh, Grandia 2 won? Yeah. Who did it edge out? I remember um, there was another good one that it that it beat, and I was disappointed. Uh, Xenoblade. Nah, must have been... Tactics must have lo- gotten up there and lost two or something. Because it should have been Final Fantasy Tactics. Mm, come on now. I mean, Xenoblade Chronicles was seeded two, and Grandia 2 was seeded third. Okay. I mean, I was sad because I Grandia 2 won out against Persona 4 Golden, and I think P4G is just better. Mm, okay. Tactics got edged out by Golden. Ah, all right. Um, Grandia also edged out Bravely Default. Eric in the chat points out there's no Steam page for Grandia 2 yet, so that's no. interesting. That should already be up, you'd think. No. They should be asking for pre-orders. Uh, unless they're not doing pre-orders. A lot of times the the page will be up before the game comes out. Yes, but that's not a guarantee. Okay. I mean, it's up. What? There's a complex relationship between Steam and the publisher about when a page may or may not go up. Okay. Sometimes one person has control and sometimes the other one does. Oh, really? And I really? don't want to say anything else. Okay. So let's move on. Okay. Hey, Kingdom Hearts 3 news. Yeah, what's up with this? Baynax gets Keyblade. Ah. Uh. Wait, he gets a keyblade? No, no. That's our that's our Oh, that's title. what I wrote. Yes. <laughs> I, <laughs> so um, there was the Disney D23 Expo. I have no idea. I didn't know is. Disney did expos. They do. I knew they did expos, but I had never heard of this one. Uh, they just started like a year or two ago. Okay. Well, I'm and assuming Especially this now that they picked up uh, Marvel. And uh, I yeah, remember that's I when they did like their... Last do. year, they unveiled a lot of their Disney Infinity stuff. And that's where they like, they gave out exclusive like... Uh, you know, Fantasia, Mickey, and stuff like that. I think Johnny Vignocchi had up, headed up a lot of that stuff. Oh, cool. That was the guy who um, was just so excited at E3 at the Sony press conference, Anna. Yeah. Do you remember? Um, <laughs> I, it makes sense, though. I mean, these guys own a lot of people's childhoods now. So it makes sense that they, I mean, for goodness sakes, if Blizzard can do it for three video games, Wait. I mean, Disney could certainly do it for Disney, for, <laughs> for Marvel, for mean, Star Wars now. If they own my childhood, can they give it back? No. Oh, all right. But you can buy it, or you can visit a Disney park They'll sell and walk it to me through for it. an affordable price. <laughs> well, affordable is a relative term, but oh, sure. Right. 
So um, there will be a level of, uh, featuring San Francisco. San Francisco. And it <laughs> that was okay. It's actually placed after the film. After? Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. So it's well, they are an established superhero force at this point. Yes. All right. Sometimes the worlds are sort of in the midst of their stories. Yeah. So this is not going to be happening during the origin story. This is going to be. All right. Cool. Sounds good. So, yes. We'll get to see them all in their costumes. Rar. And how many jokes will they rehash from the movies? Oh, many. Uh, uh the big I think the big news that a lot a lot of Star Wars fans were will they reveal the cast photos for the new um the anthology movie that's going to take place after episode whatever? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Uh, you know movie? they're like doing a movie every year, right? They're yeah. gonna do the main trilogy, and then there's on and then on the off year there's gonna be like a standalone movie. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, so like the next one's gonna be, I think it's called Rebel One, and it's gonna be about the plan to steal the Death Star, and there's like a team going in to do it. We're gonna I see many Bothans die to bring us this information. Uh, Donnie Yen is on there. I think he's he's one of the lead actors in that team. Okay. The, so they released a cast photo of that. Like they've already confirmed like a Boba Fett movie and a Han Solo movie. Boba, wait, what do you mean a Han Solo movie? Like a Han Solo standalone movie. So is it going to be like um, young Him Han as Solo young man. Yeah, played pretty by much. somebody else? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I could be, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're going to do one every year. So you're going to be getting a Star Wars movie every year, less like you're going to be getting a Marvel movie every single year. I am so okay with this. I am so okay with this. All right, cool. Um, but the big thing they also revealed was that there's gonna they're going to have gigantic Star Wars spaces within Disney parks. So you can like, there's, you know, I guess there's going to be like a Star Wars land or maybe you can walk through like a planet and interact with people, you know, the way they have like a cartoon land. Or You know, I can already walk through a planet. Uh, it's called Earth. Um, and I go outside and then I can walk through it. But you're not on a Star Wars planet. Oh, there's no Ewoks. You're right. And you're not hanging, you're not hanging out with Star Wars people. Or right, going Manny, to Star I want to know. I want to know. Return of the Jedi. Do you like it or not? It's all right. Okay. Thank you. It's the weakest of the of the original trilogy, but it's fine. People tell me people not fans of the Ewoks, but I guess I saw Be- it at the right time in my life where I was okay with it. Well, when you were a young kid, I was younger, yeah. Yeah, well, that's exactly why I, I think the people who were older realized, like, saw how much of a blatant like marketing grab that was yeah. to put those guys in there. They just couldn't handle it. No, it was just they were just a little disappointed that it went from like I like mean, dark and gritty to like oh ob- like the toys were like felt like an afterthought something that came from you know, the movies because they were so popular as opposed to like, this felt like the first time George Lucas was putting something directly into the movies specifically so they can sell toys and stuff yeah. and merchandise. Okay. Yeah. I can and that sort of continued on like much greater, you know, see, my favorite parts of Jedi were the beginning where Luke's low, like badass Jedi. Right. And so I was, that's why I like it. Um, Actually, my favorite thing is just like, short. <laughs> is the empire scene, you know, like I like this final space battle and I love the thing with the emperor. Great. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think it's a, so, overall, like I said, it's a solid movie. It's definitely the weakest of the three, but that's so, not so a bad thing. My question is, does yeah. this mean Jar Jar is actually okay and we're just too old to realize it? No, Jar Jar is terrible, racist, disgusting, manic, you know, I okay. don't know what the hell it is. Okay, <laughs> great. All right. Just confirming. All right, cool. No, 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 he's, he's got awful. All right. Um, like, even as a kid's, like, joke, it just, come it just on, didn't it's work. so lazy. All, right. like, all he does is he steps in the poopy. Are there kids who like Jar Jar? And, oh, absolutely. And as they grow older, continue to be okay with him. Because, like, 
we, we you know we're, I continue to be okay with Ewoks though and I'm sure you know, as I get older um, I don't know if that would still be the case if I was into Jar Jar as a young child so that's my question there's my there's your question of the week Anna you have young kids who were into Jar Jar and now they're still you know okay what, with him. I, I think they're going to be fine because the Clone Wars made Jar War, Jar, Jar Jar a little bit more uh, ten, tolerable. Oh, yeah? Okay. And I think kids are spe- – honestly, I think kids are spending more time watching the Clone Wars than they were watching those original movies at this point. Mm. Okay. Yeah, the Clone Wars series is bad. I mean it's obvious that they're doing the best they can with the – the crappy hand that George Lucas dealt them, but they did a much better job of humanizing these people and the clones, especially, and making and understanding how Anakin could be a noble Jedi Knight but still fall and get corrupted. I, they out George Lucas, George Lucas. Yeah, but it's clearly obvious they were still hamstrung by the material they were given. But still, I guess. Uh, yeah. Oh, how, uh, we shouldn't really have a Star Wars debate now, should we? Ugh. All right. Uh, we had Baymax. How did we get into this from Baymax? Oh, because Disney D23. All right. Yes. So, so Frozen and Big Hero 6 are going to be in Kingdom Hearts 3. Here's my question. Will Inside Out or, you know, what other recent... Is Tangled going to be in there? Um, I feel like there was something There's about that. There's a lot that. of recent Disney movies that were so were pretty decent, and I would think they should show up there, but I don't know if they are. Hmm. All right. Well, the dude... Have you seen, like... You see this picture we have? We have a video for this story. The dude on that video looks like Yen Sid. It's really creepy. He's got, like, this wizard face. That's not racist, is it? Say someone has a wizard face? I don't know. All right. Uh, next up, we've we got... We have two Kickstarter check-ins. Yeah, that. So the first one is Exoplanet First Contact. Um, they are looking to raise 45000 by September 12th, and they have a Steam Greenlight page. So check out their uh, their Kickstarter. Well, no, 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 hold on. story-driven action RPG. We have some responsibilities. Right. So we have to check what the lowest tier and the highest tier is. So, okay. So okay. at the moment they're at thirteen thousand six hundred eighty-four out of forty-five thousand. So mm-hmm. not on target. Um, Single-player story-driven action RPG. Yes, They've got nice-looking art. For one dollar, you get an exclusive desktop wallpaper for your PC, Mac, tablet, or mobile device. How nice of them to let you use that wallpaper on any of those devices. And our heartfelt thanks. Make a first touch to the new world of Exoplanet. First contact. $3,000 or more. Oh, that's cheap. That's a bargain. I know. Four or four left. I can't believe no one's jumped on this. I am a desert legend. Includes Sage of Catharsis pack. A monument of your character will be placed in the game's world for everyone to see. Um, We will collaborate with you to create a quest that will involve the NPC you've created. Platinum sponsor credits on a splash screen at the game's beginning. Woo! Forum badge, Living Legend of Catharsis. All right, $3,000 forum badge. Okay, it also includes the Sage of Catharsis pack. Yes, that's just the the previous tier, which includes the previous tier, which includes the previous tier, and so on, and so on. No, it includes the $500 tier and the... 
So the $3,000 tier includes the $2,000 tier and the $500 tier. Okay. So, <gasps> yeah. I need to take a piss. I'll be back. <laughs> so while he's gone piddling, we have a second Kickstarter check-in for Overfall. They are looking for $65,000 of funding by September 18th. It is... Uh, I love this. A procedurally generated, generated nautical, nautical RPG, RPG with roguelike elements. So nautical RPG, that's, that's, that means I sh it should be appealing to me, right? Yeah. Yep. So let's go to the Kickstarter page. Well, I'm looking at the video now, they and I don't like the art style. $18,808 out of 65000 with 26 days to go. Mm, they're also struggling. All right. So what's the $1 pledge? Your is? name is in the backer credits and an exclusive desktop wallpaper. You cannot use this one on your, your Mac or your tablet or your mobile device. It's important. This is only for your desktop, apparently. Jim. Which will be created during our live stream on the final day of our Kickstarter campaign. All right. All right. Pledge $5,000 or more. Oh, it's expensive Limited. here. Limited. Two of three left. There is a backer. Design a companion. With our designers through Skype or in person, travel not included. Shape his or her storyline however your heart desires. All yeah. previous rewards excludes any previous limited rewards. Whatever that means. <laughs> well, there's things like design a foe that's limited, design okay. a villager that's yeah. limited. Um, sit down with the team via Skype and help us design a side story that's not included. Uh, send yeah, us a photo like of this. your heirloom or something you want in the game and we'll turn it into a relic of value. That's not included. Your own message in a bottle. That's not included. Yeah, it actually doesn't include that much. Um, I'm not even sure it includes a copy of the game. Wait, seriously? Yeah. Oh, that's got to include a copy it's, of the game. I'm sure it does. $5,000? They're not going to throw you a code? Yeah. I just think, it, uh, I just think it's not... Um, explicitly called explicitly out explicitly called out okay so yeah um check out our two stories on those because they actually go into greater detail both of them have trailers um see if you like either of them or if you like none of them all right next up we've got yokai watch having a date oh, that's I was right just thinking i needed a new watch uh, well this one helps you find ghosts and really stuff. Yes. Too bad it doesn't help you tell time. No, I don't think it does. Yokai Watch coming out on November 6th. That's the day after my sister's birthday. Maybe mm. we should get it for her. I don't know that she wants it. <laughs> Maybe you should get it for me then. Oh, okay. Uh, wait, what? <laughs> no. That's not how that works. That's not how that works. Damn it. Nice try. Hey, did you want to play Final Fantasy VII? Uh, Did you no. want to play Final Fantasy VII on a device you've never played Final Fantasy VII on before? Oh, like a remastered version coming out for PS4? No! What? How about the original game on iOS? No. And Android. And it looks like a nightmare. Oh, really? And it's oh, my. $16. Wait, wait, wait. I want to know why it looks like a nightmare. There are like four, there are like at least 10 virtual buttons on that screen, including L1, R1, L2, R2. Oh, no. Wait, oh, I didn't yeah. even think seven use that many buttons okay. like look at some screenshots yeah. if you can it is a, it looks terrible does, does it have a controller support though. i'm sorry what i don't know <laughs> oh okay i don't know what you said <laughs> are you going back to your all right anyway 
So we don't know if it has controller support. Let's see. Fine. Uh, let me look it up. We I can, can bring it up on iTunes right now on the stream you here. Know, I don't necessarily mind Square Enix charging these prices. I, oh, I, yeah. It's funny to say this, but I actually think it's kind of noble of them. And I wish more publishers would follow their, follow suit. and Because that, that's how you get a respectable platform. A yeah, s- respectable, Manny, sustainable here's platform. my problem. It's more on iOS than it is on PSN. It's more than it is on Steam, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's my absolutely. real problem. In that case, absolutely. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly on this one, but like in the case of like something like Chaos Rings, sure. I mean, right. that's a and I will totally get behind you on that one. I but do not this know game why this is game is overpriced. I, it should be seven. Oh, absolutely. Bucks. I agree with you. It 100%. should be ten dollars. Ten? I all right. Seven for seven. I think ten is reasonable. Oh, I think the reason why I brought this up because I wanted to mention it last week, but I forgot. But yeah, I mean, I people were talking about the twenty dollar price tag on Chaos Rings. I mean. On Vita, you would have been pay- if this was a brand new original game, you would have easily been paying forty bucks for that. But just because of the the nature of the platform, all they can charge is twenty. But it is like I said, an original, brand new game with a lot of production value and voice acting, so well worth the price. This is my first time looking at the screenshots that Screenix has up for this, and now I understand yes. what Zboyd was talking about on Twitter the other day, uh, or Robert Boyd from Zboyd Games. Um, they have their screenshots is like three or four small screenshots in one giant screenshot. So like you can barely make out a screenshot of the game to see what it looks like because it's this montage screenshot. I'm like, what the heck? And then there's this tiny little overlay of the interface there that you can barely make out. What is this square? I, I don't I don't understand these people. Like uh, did you see any screenshots? Uh, there's some videos. Did you see any of the screenshots? But there's a lot I, of I just told you I have them up. They're awful. Okay. <laughs> yes, the, the screenshots they have here are awful because they're teeny screenshots inside of a bigger screenshot that isn't very big. So no, I'm, okay, that's what I, I just meant, like from somewhere else. Because oh no, places, I look this way. Like sorry, Touch Arcade. Okay. And um, there's some videos. I did, my iTunes just locked up on me. Yay, iTunes! All right, Touch Arcade FF7. It's about what you'd expect is their our summary for their article. Okay, yeah, look at oh my gosh. L1, L2, R2, L, R1, S1, S2. What's S1 and S2? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's a nightmare, isn't and it? And then it's like the GameCube in the corner. What's up with that? Like, giant A button and X, A, Y, and B around it? Like, what? Encounters on. So that, I love the features. Like, they, you have the ability to just turn off the encounters because you're on the go and you just want to get somewhere. You don't have time to get into 45 battles. All right. And um, then they've got this feature that the Steam version had that lets you maximize your stats. I don't really understand how it works because everyone has described it awkwardly. Like it, it, it like maximizes your stats for where you are. And I don't know what it means. Because they don't just say, say that it should be like maximizing your stats. Does that mean it makes you level 99? Because that's not what they're saying. So there must be some weird thing at play there. Anyway, go ahead. A lot of their console ports... I've been really half-assed. Really, really, really half-assed. Oh, okay. Here we go. It um, One quick dive in the menu, and all your dudes are level 99 with 9,999 hit points and uh, also 999,999,999 gil. Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is weird. Anyway, that that's in the steam version so i shouldn't really be complaining about that so um yeah seven anyone want to play this game anymore a lot of people yeah well, I mean, remember how like the ewoks came out at just that right time yeah this is that game for a lot of people 
Well, I, I guess I mean this version of the game. I understand oh, people want a remake. I'm okay with that. But I meant, I'm sure some. I meant like playing the old one again. Like eh, somebody, somebody right. always does, right? I will totally play the remake because I'm hoping they redo I the story to make it somewhat. Definitely sensible. interested in the remake. I'm not interested in this. No, it's so late. Like what bothers me the most about this stuff is that, like for example, like with the Dragon Quest stuff. Dragon Quest Eight in particular is that these things could have been like the best versions of the game, the definitive versions, especially when they're like, you know, four by three aspect ratio of the iPad. Why do you like, say it that? Because it could have been an H. It could have been higher resolution graphics. It could have been like you at least have full screen. You could have controller support. You can have all these cloud saves. You can you could have done all of these different things that you couldn't do originally, and you sort of just spruce it up and just put it out there for people to play. I mean, at like that point, especially you're on Android, a remaster, aren't you? No, no, no. Um, let me give you an example. Like sort of. Uh, what's the name of that damn game? Um, Stranger's Wrath. Oddworld Stranger's Wrath. Uh, they recently put out uh, a mobile version, which right. is like, the, it is has HD graphics. They put in several new control screens, has full controller support on Android in particular, uh -huh. because you know how those Android TV set-top boxes. But remember, they were able to piggyback on top of all their HD version work that they made for the consoles first. Which is exactly, uh, like, I'm, so what I'm saying is, is, like, in the case of Dragon Quest Eight, which I which I also tried out on iOS, mm -hmm. is um it should have been at least as good as the PlayStation 2 version. And it's, it doesn't even approach that. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Like, for example, like, the weird thing about, like, Japanese mobile games in particular is that a lot of them are played in um, portrait mode. Yeah. Because you're, oh, I guess you're... right. Hand, you PQ8 one, forces that, doesn't it? Because you have one hand on the train, right, like, right. I guess, in the other hand. Which uh, I'm at, which I, I, I appreciate the ability to do that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, what's your excuse when, when it's on the iPad and I still have to play it in portrait mode? Well, and then uh, here you go with Final Fantasy VII is not in portrait mode. I think it's locked to landscape mode. But it does have controller support, right? Um. Oh, shoot. That was why I opened iTunes and I closed it. I mean, they're getting better as time goes on. I mean, I think they're getting better. <laughs> but uh, there's like a lot of cases like, come on, man. Why don't you just do these three things and make it like the best version of this game, especially if you're going to be charging me this much money for it. Yes, it like, has MFI controller support. Okay, so at the very least, this, and hopefully, like when an Apple TV comes out, you can play it on. You can pay it on the TV version. Hopefully, on Android, you can play this on an Android TV without paying more money. And as you, you know, what I'm trying to say, mm -hmm. you should put as many of the bells and whistles as in it as possible if you're going to be charging this much for such an old game that's not even that's cheaper elsewhere on better platforms. Yeah, because I, I I would think right now the Steam version is the defended well. They patched in the music, right? So, yes, the Steam version would probably be the definitive version of that now. Mm. Hey, speaking of definitive editions, yeah, you can play Shadowrun, Shadowrun Hong Kong on PC now. Well, how's that dis definitive? That's the first time it's come out. Oh. <laughs> There's a new release from the Shadowrun um, Rebirth, etc. No, it says improvements in this title include a revamped Matrix, yeah. a new cyberware skill tree. Over the last two titles that they've had. Uh, yeah, Shadowrun Returns was the first one, then okay. Shadowrun Dragonfall was the second one, and this is the third one, Shadowrun Hong Kong. Okay. They're all on the same engine, so they keep improving things as they keep ah, going on. So I misunderstood that part of the They kickstarted this one as well, so I've got it. I just need to play it. So This yeah, is a game I should have been playing this week instead of WoW. Chivos, Chris. <sighs> Chivos. Well, the thing about the Shadowrun games is they are fantastic, and they're not very long. Ah, so they're very okay. easy to fit into a busy schedule. And yet, here I am not so playing it. So, yeah. do you want to adventure in space? 
No. Are you sure? Not really. If so, you could play Starbox RPG Adventures in Space. Starfox? Starbox. Starfox. Starbox. Starbucks? No. Starbucks. The yeah, RPG. I'll take a frappuccino, please. Um, I'll have a mocha, <laughs> coconut. Oh frapp. gosh, just don't be that guy that bought all the gift cards and registered his birthday to every so- registered a different day. Oh yeah. Yeah. Did you hear about this, no. Manny? I'm sorry. No, I have it's very not. off topic. A guy bought 365 Starbucks cards and registered uh-huh. each of them to a different birthday. So he goes in, he gets a free coffee every day. Really? Yeah. Hey man, work the system. Oh my Doing gosh. It. Has, have they caught him and like no. shut him down? Really? Not yet. But there's like 18 million stories. Then how do they know stories. he's done it? Wait. There's like 18 million stories about it, so I'm sure they will. Wait, I don't understand. How can they... What? Yeah. If they know he's doing it... No, the media found out he's doing it. Oh, how did that leak? I, I don't know. Do you think know. he's Probably smart? Bar- Does he go to different... Probably one of the baristas told him because he has an obnoxious order. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, he writes it on the cup because oh. it's that long. What? And he's doing this every day. I'm like, if you're going to do this, you want to stay under the radar. You want to do right? it like with just, just a large coffee. House blend. Thanks. Just, and get Anyways, out. now we're back to Starbucks. 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 B-O-X? B-O-X. S-T-A-R dash B-O-X. B-O-X. I don't understand it. Um, you take on the role of a newly graduated spaceship captain as they explore a sandbox universe full of various world stations and other objects to explore. But I am a newly graduated starship captain. Well, then you will enjoy features such as bridge based ship to ship combat and a action based away mission. So does that mean I get to yell at people to put up the shields? You can hire crew members and, uh, they get their own mechanical bodyguards. So what does this game actually play like? I have no idea. Okay. It's a, it's a roguelike okay i mean if you use the iron man mode it's a roguelike other than that um so if i don't use that i get to maintain progress you should probably watch the trailer video that we have in the story all right so go there it's a new game it's on steam it's 9.99 yep 15 percent off until the 24th i have no idea if it's any good or not so Hey, 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 this is something that I've been doing this week. What? I've been playing Triple Triad on you my smartphone. Not. You I have? have. You have? I finished all the easy bosses. You didn't tell me. Yeah. Why aren't we playing each other? Oh, you can play each other? Oh, well, what the hell's the point of this if you can't? Oh, I didn't know you could play. Uh, you could do versus, but I thought it was random. Oh, really? Yeah. Lame. So basically what they've done is there's something called the Final Fantasy Portal app, which basically craps out Final Fantasy and Square Enix news at you. Oh, this app is awful. But if you look hard enough, buried inside of there is now Triple Triad. For free. For free. And then there's stuff you can buy inside Triple Triad, right? Right. Okay. What, is, what do they sell you inside Triple Triad? Um, I, I'm not exactly sure. Oh. Um, I know that you can refill your crystals. So it costs a crystal to do a match, uh-huh. and the crystals respawn every 30 minutes. Okay. Hmm. All right, so they're selling you the, the, the energy, basically. Yes. All right, fair enough. Um, and then the nice thing is, is there are a bunch of ways to get free energy, like linking it to your uh, Square Enix Final Fantasy XIV account. And like logging in every day consistently and like doing the achievements. So Wait, if you link it, cards, what happens? You get uh, like five energy crystals Ooh. that you can use whenever you want. I logged into my Square Enix account right away in that app. So that, that mean I'm No, no, linked? it's in your inbox. So it sits what? there until you claim it. Okay, good. Um, I think it does have a 30-day limit, though. And um, there's also achievements for, like, hey, I've collected, like, 
10 Final Fantasy V cards, and I get an achievement for that. So, um, yeah. They've also made sort of mechanics so that you can have a finite amount of super powerful cards in your hand. So you get five cards, and four of them can be any cards, and then the fifth slot is a limited card, and you can only have one limited card, and they're some of the most powerful cards in the game. Okay. One legendary. Yep. And um, I'll let you know how it goes next week. There's more news about the uh, the Portal app, though. Oh? Because if you download it, mm-hmm. you get Final Fantasy 1 for free. Oh, yeah. And you can just play Final Fantasy 1. Inside yeah. of the app. Inside. You have to launch it from in the app. Yep. And I think it runs inside the app, which it is does. really weird. Which is how Triple Triad runs as well. And it's different than the Final Fantasy 1 version that was released separately on the App Store, right? Correct. Oh, goodness gracious. So... Speaking of confusing things, did you know that Konami is still making games? No. Yeah. No, they're not. They're releasing Metal Gear and they're getting out of the business. No, no, no. Uh-oh. There is a survey that went out. No. Asking fans which series they should revive. And here are your options. Yu-Gi-Oh! Parodius. Bomberman. Sunset Riders. Mystical Ninja. Goemon. Vandal Hearts. Soikoden. Castlevania. Rocket Knight, Gradius, Zone of the Enders, Track and Field, Contra, or Bonnie Bonnie? I don't know what Bonnie Bonnie is, but all right. Bishy Bishy Bashy? Bishy Bashy. Got it. Thank you. So, I don't know. I think this is what their next pachinko machine is going to be. <laughs> I that's what this company is now. It's like a gambling company that dabbles in video games. So I'm surprised they want to make a new game. So everybody oh, go yes. and vote for Suikoden and, and see for, what happens. And for your lulls of the week, mm-hmm. Xbox One PES 2015 isn't 1080p, but no one will be able to tell the difference, says Konami. How nice of them to tell us that. Yeah. Konami PR at its finest. I see it hasn't improved over the years. So moving on. Do you want to buy a 2DS? No. You don't want to. Uh, you don't want to slice the cheese. Well, I could use a cheese slicer. Well, right. here's the cool thing. What's the cool you thing? You can get your slice of cheese for cheaper now. Ooh. Yes. So previously the 2DS. Wait, the cheese or the cheese slicer? The, chi- the cheese. I thought this thing was a piece of toast. I'm no, really it's, confused it's, now. No, it's it's got that slant where the bottom is smaller than the top. So it's like you know our Parmesan block. Yes, I know what a block of Parmesan looks yeah, like. Yeah, it's like that. Okay. So if you weren't going to bite at the two, on the 2DS at $129.99, maybe you'll bite at $99.99. Hmm. Okay. No. So it's $99.99 now is what you're telling me? Yes. Okay. All right. So we got lots of little brief newses. So we got... Un- Wait. So we got... So we got what? We got lots of briefs. little brief news. Briefs. Little big e- LBX. Little Battlers Extreme or is it Experience? Li- I think it's Little Battlers Extreme. It's out. No, and you're right. Little Battlers Experience. And it's out and it's got a trailer. Yep. I'm still on the fence about this. What? I think it's Picking gonna, it up? Yeah. I think Manny, you're going to get Little Battlers Experience, right? I'm sorry. I'm talking to like six different Chinese girls right now. This is really hard. I'm trying to keep up. <laughs> what are you asking me? <laughs> what? What? Uh, uh, you'll what, know what, when what we go to our what's making you happy. What's making you happy? We haven't man. done that in a while. 
with me. Hold um, on, one sec. So, lol, whoops, is it is 10:32 a.m. here in California. Okay, I am sorry. a 17-year-old male with a high income and no job. <laughs> Come on, Chris. Let's be honest. No, he's filling out the stupid Konami survey, isn't he? No. (laughs) I like Konami games. Konami. Anyways, Law Whoops, who's our new newsie, is playing this. So I'm Little Battler's Experience Extreme. So I'm You told me you wanted me to buy this for you on launch day. Yeah, and then my feelings cool because I have been playing all of these other things. And remember, this year is supposed to be about my backlog. Mm Mm-hmm. And since I am making progress on my backlog, I am not really pressed to buy this. All right, then. And don't worry, Europe. I know you're sad that you don't have this yet, but it's coming September 4th. New media and details are available for Atelier Sophie. So three new characters are revealed. Um, Julio Leidenschaft, 19-year-old knight from a neighboring country. He has a soft and sincere personality. Fritz Wieselberg is a 51-year-old doll maker and former mercenary. He dual wields swords. And Leon is a 24-year-old traveling tailor yeah. who is confident in her skills but pushes away others. Mm-hmm. She uses a spear and jamming item. Uh, didn't they announce Sophie's getting delayed too or something like that? Um, no, September 25th, 2015 for PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, in and Japan. PlayStation Vita in Japan. In Japan. No release date for North America. Uh. Probably what will happen is by January, we'll hear a release date and it'll come out in, I'm going to say between March and May. That's my guess. Well, all right. So. So. Legend of Legacy. What? Legend of Legacy. Did you stutter? Nope. The that's Legend of Legacy. Are you sure that's a game? Yes, it's a 3DS it sounds game. Sounds like a mistake. By the Saga people? No. Um, saga people. It's. Oh! Oh, is that what it is? No, it's somebody, and they no, used I'm to do a series, and I forget which and one it is. Now you're pounding the, the table. Yes, in frustration. People can hear. Yeah, I know. All right. No, don't. No. Not the right reaction. Ah! Someone will have to correct me on this on the mm-hmm. forums. It's coming out October twenty, October thirteenth in North America, so you can watch the trailer. And we have a trailer. Yeah, big it's, deal. It's uh, Mers and Bianca. Do you know what else, Bianca? All right. Do you know what else we have trailers for? Um, Stella Glow and Dungeon Travelers Dungeon Travelers Two. You can watch more Tokyo pornographic monsters. Xanadu. Tokyo Fax Xanadu. So. Chris, do you like Forgotten Realms? Um, that's a setting for Dungeons and Dragons. So do you a hot like it? TSR Wizards of the Coast property. Do you like it? The conceptually, the setting? Sure. All right. That's not so, much of a question, but there are three collections that are now on GOG. Oh boy. Collection one is um all three Eye of the Beholder games. Uh-huh. Collection two is Curse of the Azure Bonds, Hillstar, Secret of the Silver Blades, Pulls of Darkness, Gateway to the Savage Frontier, Treasures of the Savage Frontier, Forgotten Realms, and Limited Adventures. I hope nobody was listening on high speed for that. And the third one is Dungeon Hack and Menzo Berenzen. So collection one and two are $10, and the collection three is $6. Okay. So basically go to GOG. It's all over their page. 
Oh, yeah. Surprise. Surprise. Pocken is coming to the Wii U. Yay. Pocken tournament, I should say. And I think it's been announced to come to the U.S. as well via the console version. Worldwide. Yeah. Worldwide. So worldwide release next spring. spring 2016. Yeah. And they, they have a video mm-hmm. announcing this news. And at the end of the video, they introduce a new character. Pikachu Libre. It's Lucha Libre Pikachu, <laughs> which is, looks awesome. Uh, I want to play that. I'm not going to be any good at it, though. But I'm, I'm so happy to see like an actual fighting. I'm sorry. I'm so happy to see like a dedicated fighting game. That is more traditionally crafted for the uh, Pokemon. So, universe. silly question: Why wasn't it Halucha? Ha huh? Instead of Pikachu Libre. What What should it have been? Halucha. Halucha. Yeah, the hawk oh. thing that's in like the Mexican wrestling costume. Oh, they just have him because he already is a Lucha Libre. Yeah. Because this is more fun. Oh. But you're right. He should be in there. <laughs> A lucha libre. I think lucha libre is the sport, but the person who does it is a luchador. Yeah, right. The, and they have a luchador Pokemon already, so it's kind of weird that they dress Pikachu up as a luchador. So we have news from Japan, too. Oh, yes. Japan session. Woo! Uh, and as per requested, Chris will do the entire session in Japanese fluently. And um, then Anna will translate. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Summon Night 6 has been announced. <laughs> it's called Summon Night 6 Lost Borders. It'll be coming out for PS4 and Vita. Spring 2016, it is a tactical RPG. Remember, this is just in Japan so far. Um, if you want Summon Night in the U.S., uh, remember, I think uh, Gaijin Works or something is bringing yep. it out Summon later Night 5 in the, coming in the U.S. later this year. Yep. Um, it's a PSP game. You can get a physical copy with the UMD if your little heart desires. You want a sand shot, sandbox RPG, Anna, where you're like building stuff? Can I play as a cat person? Yeah, it's called Airship Q. I am there. It's called Airship Q. It has airships too. Cool. Because if you if you don't if you can't become an RPG because of experience points, you can definitely become an RPG as long as you have airships. <laughs> that's how that's how the the because how we pick reasons because yeah. So, do you think this has any chance of coming out of Japan? No. Hmm. Well, I mean, I'm here's sorry. the thing: is it's sort of like Terraria, and Terraria did okay here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, in addition, we have another Chemco game announced. It's called Cronus, Cronus Arc. Arc. So this was available on phone, and is now being ported to the 3DS. Yeah. Let's oh, hope okay. It right. doesn't suck as much as the Grisnia port. All right. Did. August 19th is when that's hitting in Japan. No word on a U.S. release whatsoever and uh whatever oh oh that means natsume's thinking about it folks no it means i'm thinking about it oh okay i don't think that you matter though i suggested it but we'll see what happens (laughs) omega labyrinth anna (laughs) Anna. i'm i you know i'm i'm not gonna say a word i'm gonna let you explain this Um. because i can't do it without like bringing down the wrath of the enemy or something here is here is the headline. Omega Labyrinth details its chest-expanding feature and loot appraisal system. So surely they're talking about treasure chests, right? So this is an upcoming roguelike right? RPG by D3. No. Um, so, um... Folks, there's a system where you make the girls' boobs bigger. Yeah. 
And there's no way to look at it other than that. Because they store their power in their breasts. The more they accumulate, the larger they become. When a character's cup size increases, they get additional status up besides what they get from leveling. But I don't anticipate this one coming out in the U.S. Why not? Just call it's me crazy. It's Publishing. Uh-huh. Yeah. You, maybe I'll be wrong. Um. So what's this thing about the bra game down here? The bra game? Yeah. Oh, that's uh, that's Manny's pick for later. Right? Guy game? Oh. Apparently they had to recall all the issues of the guy game because one of the girls was 17 at the time that she was uh, doing that thing, even though she lied about her age. So they had to destroy all them because it was child porn. Um, wait, was that the Playboy Mansion game? No, that was the, the that was the trivia game where if you got it right, you would get flash and boobies on the beach. Oh my god. Okay. Right, so there is a <laughs> that was a showstopper. <laughs> faint in agony system, which teaches characters new skills and increases their status. By using a torture aroma, you can make girls go into an excited state and begin oh, to hallucinate. While in this state, you get to partake in a touchscreen minigame to have them increase their omega power and their status. I'm sorry, you have to torture the girls? No. Um, there's, so looking at these screens, they're, they're wearing a bra and there's a little meter in between them and you have to touch their sweet spots. No, no, no. I'm talking about before you get into that mini game, you said something about the word torture. Yeah. And that you really use a torture aroma. What does that mean? I don't know. That sounds not I okay. I think that's supposed to be an aphrodisiac. Okay. Anyways, I don't know how this works other than the meter gets really big and then explodes into white sparkles. Yeah, hint, I don't hint, know how nudge, that works nudge. either. Uh-huh. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, That's the Japan section for this week, folks. Next, let's talk feedback. So people were supposed to convince me to play... Um, vagrant story. Mm-hmm. Um, none of that happened. No. So there. here are the two the two messages we got about vag- vagrant story. One, uh, Budai says vagrant story is tough to play these days. <laughs> Full stop. That's all he says. Isn't that Matt from Texas? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it is. Okay. Um, and then the second man, this is really lagging here on the screen. Yeah. Victor on. says, my brief experience with Vagrant Story was WTF followed by, yeah, no. Yeah, no. If, if anyone any- really wants to play it, instead of just watching its cutscenes on YouTube, the only advice I have is to print out some facts and do what they say. It will kill the pain, mostly. mostly. Then Seraphim said, ah, why to play Vagrant Story? It's one of 20 games ever to receive a perfect score for from, from Famitsu. Uh, it's by Matsuno, who at this point is the only game developer whose name alone is enough to get me to buy a game. And if you enjoyed any of the games set in this world he built in his Ogre games, hint, hint, Ogre Bagel 64, that might hold some sway with you. I didn't know this was set in that same world. It's not. Oh. Um, Alexander O. Smith is responsible for the translation. He, I know who that is. Uh, he is, uh, tis thy faith and birth that wrong thee, not I. So... He did the Final Fantasy Tactics translation. <laughs> He's done a bunch of Square translations. I don't know if that's a good thing. That He's Tactics translation was pretty the war, crappy. No, no, no. He did War of the Lions. Oh, okay. He didn't do the old one. All right. He didn't. He didn't have a good feeling. All right. 
I, if you plan to play Final Fantasy XII again, playing Vagrant Story will help you understand some of the references. What? I don't plan on playing Final I don't Fantasy XII that. again unless they remaster it, and then maybe I'll consider it if they cut down some of the... <sighs> That's like a 90-hour game. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I had some new stories if you guys want to fit me in later at the end. Oh, I wish you'd said that earlier. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. I was... I'm just... Oh, my Mandarin's garbage. This is so hard. <laughs> All right. So as Alyssa says, I'm still going to recommend foregoing Fallout 3 in favor of New Vegas mm-hmm. if you only have time for one of them before Fallout 4. When you say Obsidian Strength is a storytelling, that extends to questing and the way the game world reacts to your actions, which goes hand in hand in gameplay. Bethesda Strength is in creating huge open worlds that are fun to explore. I really wish they had better writers because those worlds they create are mostly filled with bland stories and forgettable characters. Which is why it's, which is part of why it's so easy to pick, to to pick up and get back into these games after long breaks. And Matt from Texas also says I also greatly prefer New Vegas. I would disagree with the part about the bad characters. Why it's easy to jump back in? I would say it's more because a lot of the side quests are more these discrete little capsules. Oh, okay. That you can go into and then you can experience, and then once you finish that little story, you're done. You, you can walk away from it. Uh, the next letter we had was from Bobby Watson who said, Hey, I've been studying Japanese on and off for years. And while I've managed to pass JLPTN5, I think that's the highest level, right? Uh, there's no way I can read a newspaper or play a game without a guide. (laughs) My copy of DQ7 for 3DS is making a sad face. No, sad face. The reality is that learning Japanese on your own requires a lot of motivation. And unless you have to do it for specific reasons, other than I want to play video games, it's probably not going to work very well, especially if you're already in a relatively demanding job. Spending my day working on a computer coding useless and boring business crap for my clients means that when I get home, spending more time studying is not appealing as a way to spend my free time. And I expect I'm not the only one that this is the case for. Uh, too long, didn't read. While I generally agree with Alice that learning another language is valuable, um, it might not be feasible depending on the situation, especially for something that requires extra effort like Japanese. I mean, for me, I'm thinking about it both for personal enlightenment and for work. Personal enlightenment, huh? Yes. Okay. So if you want to leave feedback. How do you do it, Anna? Uh, you can do it a bunch of different ways. Oh, you okay. can tweet us at RPGamer. You can leave a message on our Facebook page. You can email podcast at RPGamer.com, which I cleared out again today. So Ooh. we can actually. We had no email. letters this week. Yep. Um, and we do. Somebody sent us in this awesome like Nintendo Nindy bundle. We have to figure out how to give that away. So we know we have that. We, we thank you for that. I just want to acknowledge that you sent us that. Thank you. We have to figure out what we want to do with that. Um, and then nobody sent us voicemail. 608-729-4098. 608-729-4098. That's how you send voicemail to be read right here on the show. And, of course, forumstartrpgamer.com is where we get a lot of our feedback. You just go to latest updates, click on the RPG cast thread, and mm-hmm. you can leave feedback. Yay, feedback. Um, and don't forget, you can watch us uh, every Saturday morning at 9 Pacific, noon Eastern, um, rpgamer.com slash live or twitch tv slash rpgamer. Um, well, we don't do the plug for where to watch us this early in the show, Anna. Oh, well. Because Manny's still got some stuff. That That's a closing thing. Well, hang on. We <laughs> also have people that are now casting on our channel. So if you are interested. Anna, no, we don't do that either this early. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. You, you've jumped ahead like 14, 14 blanks and uh, not yet. <laughs> not yet. It's okay. It's okay. We're just plugging the feedback. We'll get there. We'll get there. Manny 
you had some additional news stories for us, and I'd love you to tell us what they are. Um, I don't know if you heard about this, but the BlizzCon virtual ticket is up for sale. Uh, yeah, uh, not only have I heard about it, I bought it. All right. And did you see this for the first time ever? People who bought the virtual ticket can purchase the goodie bag. This That's year. why we bought it. <laughs> So we could purchase the goodie bag. So this kind of stinks. So we are DirecTV subscribers, right? Mm-hmm. We have DirecTV. We usually buy the, the virtual ticket on via DirecTV. Then we get to watch it on our TVs via DirecTV. I don't have to use internet bandwidth to stream the, the conference and all that stuff. The goodie bags are a limited quantity and are going to sell out before DirecTV probably even has a, an option to purchase it. So this year, we've purchased the virtual ticket um, without DirecTV, even though we're DirecTV su- subscribers, because that relationship is just so stupid and laggy and slow, and it frustrates me. So that's all I had. But yeah, we ordered a goodie bag. We'll see what that's like. So uh, the goodie bag this year is an actual bag. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of, I mean, I'm looking at it and thinking about past goodie bags. I don't think this one is as good as they've been in the past, unless you want But it's the, the most bag. practical one, that's for sure. Yeah, you get an actual bag, you get a Funko Pop figure, you get some some stuff, but... I don't know. What yeah, do it's think? the least flashy, yeah. but it's probably the one that people will be using for years and years and probably won't put away. Because it's a messenger bag. It's nicely designed. It has like BlizzCon logo and all of the logos for all of the games on it. And inside of that bag is, like you said, the Funko thing, um, an inflatable side blade from StarCraft, uh, a keychain, and like a st- like a, 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 an emblem from Overwatch. Oh, yeah. A Diablo stuff. Yeah, it's all right. It's not bad, you know? Yep. It it really strikes me as more of a, um, you know, shrunk down and made easy for mass production type of goodie bag. And for shipping. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, well. Hey, it's something. And uh, it's certainly more options than you've had. Because it's so hard to go to BlizzCon. You have to, like, plan out your whole day and figure out clicking (laughs) strategies around buying tickets. And it's like, ugh. Well... I think the media process is a little different. Uh, well, I'm not talking about the media process. I'm talking about the Oh, yeah, for actually person. getting there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah exactly. And then what, it's not even like people think like, oh, 200 bucks. Well, that's just the start of your cost. That doesn't include things like food, hotels, which are traditionally more expensive in that area anyway because it's like next to Disneyland. Mm. So even more expensive during a convention plus Disneyland. Oh. And then there's the flight in. And a lot of people usually have to fly into LAX and they have to catch a shuttle or a taxi into Anaheim, which is a... I tell you, Anna and I really enjoy the virtual ticket. So if you uh, are interested in BlizzCon and want to make it easy, get the virtual ticket, spend your 30 bucks on that, save your feet, save your um, your, your wallet, and uh, just enjoy BlizzCon that way. Um, yeah. All right. So what else did you have for us for news? Um, so that was the big one. Okay. I think the other thing was, uh, have you heard that... I posted this one in the chat that uh, – let me open the link again – that a bunch of games are going to stop working on oh, really? Windows 10. What? Oh, secure so, ROM games are going to stop working? Secure ROM and safe disk DRM won't run under Windows 10. Wait, hold on. Let's, let's figure this out because the, the story starts off – Can Microsoft through Windows 10 can disable pirated games, specifically Microsoft games, on your PC. In light of that, it's a bit ironic to learn, according to Rock, Paper, Shotguns, that Windows 10 won't be able to run games that use safe disk and secure ROM, which you just said. What? Everything that ran in 7 should also run in 10, except with two exceptions. Antivirus software and stuff that's deeply embedded in the system needs updating. Um, And then there are old games that have DRM. 
So deeply embedded DRM is just gonna yeah okay. So all the DRM systems that you knew sucked um, are going to continue to suck, and probably we don't know if they'll get updates and work on Windows 10. There's a chance they could be updated, right? Yeah. Yeah, sure, sure. But I think this more like sort of cements people's like all the fears they have about DRM. But then what do you do if you get a cracked version of that game and then Microsoft disables it? (laughs) Ah, I'm sure the cracks will figure out a ways around that, too. What a pain. What a pain. So uh, games that this affects is apparently, let's see, uh, Bioshock and Mass Effect, they're saying use it. Wow. Buy them digitally, then you don't have to worry about it. This is only really disc-based games, right? I guess. Hmm. I just thought it was interesting. Oh, um, I guess that's all I had. Um, and then we still do what you've been playing, or like, what are you planning on playing? Yeah. Um, in a second here, I need to tell ask you or uh, tell you what's coming out first. Oh, okay, cool, cool, so cool, cool. This week brings us the following releases over on the playstation 3 you get back to bed which is uh, a game that i know from ios it's a little puzzle game it's, it's decent uh all the big platforms get madden nfl 16 so i'll just read it the once um madden nfl 16 and madden nfl 16 deluxe edition sadly no madden nfl with free uh d- <laughs> with free sunday ticket this year oh that was cool a couple of years ago when they did that one Piece Pirate Warriors 3 is out on PS3. Steins Gate and Steins Gate El Psy Congro Edition. Whatever that means. Over on the PlayStation 4, you get Ascendant. Uh, they also get back to bed on that. Capsule Force. I Am Bread, which is a game where you play as a piece of bread that's trying to get into a toaster. Yes. Go watch some videos. It's weird. Uh, and One Piece Pirate Warriors 3. Wii U gets Advance Wars 2 Black Hole Rising on the eShop. So if you like Advance War games, which I hear a lot of people do, you might want to get that on that virtual console. Crab Cakes Rescue, which sounds like a good uh, box of crap game for Anna. Factotum, F-A-C-T-O-T-U-M. I don't know what that is. Also on the eShop. And Mortar Melon on the eShop. And Genghis Khan 2 Clan of the Grey Wolf on the eShop. And Whoa Dave, it's five bucks on the eShop. I don't know. It's what? Cross-buy. It's cross-buy? Okay, so if you own the 3DS version of Woe Dave, you get it on the Wii U for free. And vice versa. Okay, cool. Xbox One is getting Gears of War Ultimate Edition. So, Manny, we need to finish playing Gears of War. <laughs> oh, I keep bringing that up. I better do it one day. All right. And uh, Madden NFL, of course. 3DS gets 3D Gunstar Heroes on the eShop. Nice. And then Little Beatler's Experience. We know that's out. And PS Vita gets Amnesia Memories. Back to Bed. One Piece Pirate Warriors 3. Steins Gate and Stein Gates. El Tsai Congro Edition. Over on the PC. I'm going to read these fast. There's a lot of steam crap. Afterlife Empire, Age of Survival, Amnesia Memories, Bernie Needs Love, Break into Zatwar, Capsule Force, Coated, uh, Crooks with a Z, The Big Heist, Curse of the Crescent Isle, DX, Daydreamer, Evil Land, Fish or Die. I thought Evil Land was already out. All right. Forget Me Not My Organic Garden, Galactic Conquerors, Hegemony 3, Clash of the Ancients, 
Um, we get uh, In Between, Inevitability, Link, The Unleashed Nexus, Mr. Makeshifter, Nova 111, Nyctophobia, Otherland, Party Hard, yes, Party Hard, Pester, Planet of the Eyes, Pretty Girls Majan Solitaire. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> Rhymed Risa, R-Y-M-D-R-E-S-A. Cedars, I mentioned earlier, Shadowrun Hong Kong just came out. Shelter 2, Mountains, Sound Shift, Super Mega Baseball, Extra Innings, Trine 3, Artifacts of Power. Is that like DLC for Trine 3? Unloved. That's it. Woo! Steins Gate is a visual novel, by the way. So if you hit saw that hit the uh, Sony platforms, if you're into the visual novels, that might be the thing for you. Manny, you going to play anything this week? I don't like uh, NPR's Pop Culture Happy Hour very much. I think those people live in a different planet than I do. Uh -huh. But there is one thing they do that I like, and it's called What's Making You Happy. And I, I'm doing this instead of what you're playing because this is what I will be doing next week. Okay. And it's also something that I want to tell you and Anna about because I think it can help you out a lot and right. make this a lot of fun. Like, unlike what that guy thinks, this doesn't have to be a job or a chore. This can be just like learning any language can be fun. So there's this app called, it's available, I think, on iOS and Android. It is called... Um, Duolingo? No. Oh. It is called Hello Talk. Hello Talk. It is like, um, it is like a, so it is like a chat program. Hello Kitty? No, not even close. Oh. It is a hello pro, it's a chat program for making friends and pen pals with other people all across the world. You pick like your native language and your level, I mean, and the language you want to learn and your proficiency level. And then you make a bunch of friends from like say Japan, China, you know, India, you name it. And then you use exchange messages and there's some great built-in features where you can translate things automatically. You can send voice samples back and forth. And it's very much focused on making pen pals and learning languages. So like it's strictly forbidden to try to use it as a dating hookup app or trying to get personal information from people. And if you use those things, you'll get banned. But for the most part, like I've been using this app all while we've been uh, using this. And I, uh, I've made a bunch of friends in China already and we're sending like messages back and forth and I'm practicing like, oh, how, how do I say this? And this even has like a smart feature. So if someone sends me a message in English and it's like a broken English, you can actually go in there and edit the sentence for them and you can show them how to write it properly. And it has like, it crosses out the wrong word and then it puts in the proper word in its place. It's really smart. It has a lot of features. It's actually pretty fun to use. It's really, I mean, uh, active people who speak English are in high demand. So I've been getting like, I probably got like six new people during the podcast, which is why I was so distracted. Like I just ah. was like buzz, buzz. Hello, hello. You want to speak English with me? I'm like, oh, I'm okay, young lady. Sure, let's speak some English. <laughs> so it's it made me realize how crappy my Mandarin really was. Oh my goodness, I let that a year and a half or two years of that wasted. <laughs> oh no. But it's great. I mean, and you can at any time you can go in there and switch your language. Say you want to go learn some more Japanese. Lots of friendly people. I, one guy lives in Okinawa, and he's like, oh, hello, Emmanuel. Hello from Okinawa. You should come visit. It's a great place. <laughs> so it's really nice, really friendly people. Everyone's really eager to learn a language. And because the, the rules are so strict, no one's here to hook up. It's like legitimately, hey, I need to talk to someone or I'm never going to get better. So let's talk. That's pretty cool. So hello, chat. That's what's making me happy, and I think that's what I'm going to be using for the rest of the week. Um, 
It's actually Hello Talk. on iOS and Android. Hello Talk on iOS. Oh, you're right. Excuse me. Hello Talk. Right. You okay. are absolutely right. Hello Talk. I have to, well, I have to, there's another game that came out on iOS that I just realized now when I went in the App Store to get Hello Talk. What's up? Clicker Heroes is on iOS now. Yay! Time Clickers and Clicker Heroes, my two favorite idle games. Oh, yeah, we'll go play them. All right, all right. That's it. Sorry. There's also a new Pac-Man game by the uh, the Crossy Road folks. I don't know if you'd try that at all, Manny. Uh, cool. Uh, let's see. Anna, what will you be playing this week? Um, Project X-Zone. Project X Zone. And I'm hoping a new Final Fantasy Record Keeper event starts soon because yeah. I don't have a lot to do right now. All right. And probably shooting for 100 this week. I don't think we'll get it though. Okay. Uh, I will be playing more WoW, more Disgaea 4, and uh, apparently Clicker Heroes on my phone. So <laughs> that's where I'm at right now. Waiting <sighs> for the fall games. Catching up. All right. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Now is Anna's when you go and do your thing. Um, right. Twitch TV slash RP Gamer. We have people that are streaming things. Yay, streaming. So uh, go over there. Give us a like. Change your email settings to email you when people go live. And it will email you when Wheels or Alice or me or anyone else is streaming. Yay. Yay. So watch for fun games coming soon. 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 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern is when you can catch the podcast live over on twitch.tv slash rpgamer. You can also join us in IRC, irc.esper.net, pound rpgamer. And, of course, 608-729-4098. That's the phone number. I'm plugging that again because I really want some calls. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We'll be back next week. Until then, we have a question of the week for them, right? Do we? I forgot. Hmm. Oh, no. We said we would come up with one during the show. Oh, I guess we failed. So, do we have one? Nope. Hmm. Mm. Final Fantasy VII, did you get on the phone? And uh, how much Triple Triad you playing? <laughs> Any or none? Would you, right. would you buy Final Fantasy VII now or wait for the remake? Oh, well, that's a dumb question. Cause Why? Because Some... obviously there's a right answer, right? No. Okay. I, hey, I think so. I mean, I think, see, I think this that's is, silly. And I think this is going to be my pro. I think this is going to kind of be my dilemma with the Final Fantasy VII remake. Is the same dilemma that I have with the Final Fantasy Tactics remake. Yeah. I like the changes that they made to the game uh, mechanically, but I like the crappy translation. Oh no. It's not the same without I had a good feeling. Yeah, it's better. You're right. It's not the same. Okay, they could have left I had a good feeling. Iconic lines, I understand leaving those in, but the rest of that translation is just It's terrible. like taking Son of a Submariner out of Final right. Fantasy VI. But the, there's it's a difference between criminal. leaving a couple fun lines in and just continuing to use a terribly unreadable translation. Yes. So, I don't know. All right, anyway. <sighs> that said, we're going to see you next week. Until then, everybody, thank you so much for, for uh, spending the morning with us. On behalf of Anna Marie Privetier, Emmanuel Marino, and myself, Chris Privetier, thank you. And thanks to all three, all of my people who joined us. We'll catch you next week. Until then, goodbye, everybody. Bye for now. What? I don't know what that is.